Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. In this episode, David will be sharing what he has learned from over 70 years in ministry. This year, David has held ministry in Armenia, Germany, and Ukraine. Recently, we held a large day of prayer in Ukraine. The city where it was held, Bucha, was badly damaged by the fighting and the scene of some of the worst atrocities against humanity. To be able to hold our meeting there is a triumph of the power of God and a powerful demonstration of the need for real prayer in faith. Now, please join David as he ministers today's word. Well, let me greet you once again and uh, say it's a joy to be with you and to share with you. I'm back into Hebrews and I'm dealing with chapter 5. We may, if we've time, just go into chapter 6. I have to mention that I often use the authorised version. In fact, that's my favourite because unfortunately there are too many translations otherwise. But Today, I believe it's important to use the NIV, the New International Version, because we're dealing with something that is possibly not quite so easy to understand. Okay, so as I start, let me just say that we do need a lot of prayer at the moment. Um, We need a lot of prayer for the Ukraine, and um, I urge you to pray as often as you can, that God would bring peace into that situation. In Britain, we also need prayer because nationally we're going through probably one of the biggest crises. It's a crisis in every element, spiritually, because of uh, persecution, and not only persecution, but other problems in the churches, but we've got problems politically. Anyway, don't let me waste time on that except to say that we do need a lot of prayer. Right, so now Paul, in dealing with the Hebrews, he's dealing in chapter 5 with a very Jewish issue, a Hebrew issue, because he's saying in the previous chapter, he's saying that Jesus is the great high priest, if you remember, I'm looking at um, verse 14 of chapter 4, where uh, Paul says that, therefore, since we have a great high priest who has gone through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet without sin. So in chapter 5, and really this is a continuation of chapter 4, he goes on to say, every high priest, and this is in the natural, we're looking here at the religious issue, Every high priest is selected from among men and is appointed to represent them, that's men, in matters, I'm sorry, when I say men, I mean men and women, let's let's get this right before I come in for criticism, 
uh, every high priest is selected from among men, that's from the people, and is appointed to represent the people in matters related to God. So his issue is spiritual. And his job is to offer gifts and sacrifices for sin. We know the Old Testament principle of the sacrifice for and the altar and the temple and so on. But it says in verse 2, he is able to deal gently with those who are ignorant and going astray since he himself is subject to weakness. This is very interesting because it's relating to the humanity uh, of the priest, even the priest, because it says he can deal gently with people because he, the priest, is also subject to the same temptations. That is why he has to offer sacrifices for his own sins as well as for the sins of the people. You see, you have to recognize that what Paul is saying is that a high priest is taken as is selected from among sinful people. And he also has to keep himself from sin and also has to make sacrifice for his sins. And so when you come to verse 4, it says, no one takes this honor upon himself. Now, I find this is quite revealing and quite emphatic in what it's saying. It says that this office of the priest, no one can take this honor upon himself. In other words, he cannot choose himself. He must be called by God, just as Aaron was. You know, I do believe that this is so important even in ministry, uh, ministry like mine, ministry like pastors and so on, that it is, um, we use the expression, um, when we refer to the ministry, uh, it's referred to not as a profession, but as a calling. I'm sure you must have heard this expression, that uh, ministry is a calling, and this is why. Because Paul says that you can't choose this yourself, you need to be called by God. And this, I think, is forgotten so often in uh, people being selected as pastors or priests or whatever, people in office in the church. I mean, Paul is quite clear. You don't make the choice yourself. You're called by God. Uh, and he says, just as Aaron was. And I, I do feel certain in my own life, in my own experience, that I have a calling. There's no question right from my birth. I, 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 I never knew anything else other than that it was a calling on my life. And 
even in school when boys were discussing obviously the future careers and were being sold careers and told careers and, and whatnot. And, and yes, it is obviously when you're, when you're studying, especially if you go on to further education, it is a sense of what job will you take, what job will you choose. But with me, there never was any question. I knew I was called by God and I only wanted to serve God. <laughs> That's why even in the school I, I was fulfilling the calling in the church. I was fulfilling the calling. It was just, to me, it was life and still is. Um, and I don't think that calling is ever lifted from me. So that's how I see it, and that's actually what Paul is trying to say. So, where in verse 4 it's saying no one takes his honour himself, he must be called of God, as Aaron was, so Christ also did not take upon himself the glory of becoming a high priest, but God said to him, you are my son, and today I have become your father. And in another place he says, you are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. So this follows on, and this is why in beginning this chapter, I had to refer back to chapter four, because in chapter four, it is quite clear, and Paul is saying, we have a great high priest, Jesus the Son of God. So in fact, Jesus is our High Priest. Reflecting on the war in Ukraine, we are reminded of the immense challenges that have been overcome and the lives we have touched. However, the journey is far from over. The road to recovery and rebuilding is still long and the need for support remains great. We are steadfast in our dedication to continue serving the people of Ukraine, standing alongside them as they rebuild their lives and their nation. Thank you for continuing to support our evangelism and ongoing work in Ukraine. Your donation enables us to provide humanitarian aid to those displaced by the war. And through your support, we are able this year to evangelize in Armenia, Georgia, and Kazakhstan. To make a donation, visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash donation. In David Hathaway's new book, A Firm Foundation. Strength for now and for eternity. David will guide you through the Apostle Paul's letters to the Philippians, Colossians, and Philemon. David has written this book to strengthen your faith at a time when everything around us is being shaken. Join David as he delves deep into the truths of the Bible. Order David's book, a firm foundation by visiting our website eurovision.org.uk forward slash shop thank you for listening to the power of faith broadcast with david hathaway we would love to hear from you contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with god David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support 
of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.